Yo, yo, welcome and welcome back, my pupils. I'm your host, Dorian, with three eyes, aka D O R I I I O N. Right now, you're listening to the Artistic Eye podcast, and today we're going to be talking about finding your artistic style. Now, finding your artistic style is something I think all of us have stumbled upon or stumbled across some point within our artistic careers. It's so common and natural for us to want to find our own voice within the crowd, and so we end up asking questions, what's my artistic style, or how do you create an artistic style, or what are some good styles to, uh, you know, work upon, some trending styles, etc., etc. Well, if you want to know your artistic style, or want to find better ways to hone your own, I would say the best way to do this is to go about it in a passive approach, rather than an active approach. Why is that? Well... I'm going to give you from my own journey, my own perspective. When I first started out, um, you know, creating, not like ever, because that was like six years old, and I didn't even have the idea of what an artistic style was, which I think that might be a little insight on, you know, how some of the greats might find their, their, uh, their natural styles. But just from a posting on Instagram perspective, when I first started out, I think the the first thing I was the first thing that came to my mind was, shit, what's my artistic style? What would be a good style for me? And so, in thinking that, you know, what I ended up doing was. A whole plethora of things. And to this day, I do a plethora of styles. But the approach I took in that moment was just trying a whole bunch of things at once, which I don't necessarily recommend. Because as I was doing this, as I was trying to find my own voice, I realized in a way I was muting myself. I was I was I was shutting my own voice out rather than looking for my voice. Because I was trying all these things that I thought would work. I was doing all of these things that I've seen other people do. And it worked for them. So I assumed it would work for me. And I realized that I just didn't create like that. Now, whether or not I can create like that is a different story. The argument could be had that I just didn't have the technical ability to do some of those styles that I was first trying out with. And technical ability can always be learned. You know, that's the difference between talent and skill. Skill can be learned. You know, you can learn technical things, but whether or not you actually want to is a whole different conversation. So, yeah, I did this. And I found out that these styles weren't really me. They weren't really coming out the way that that I wanted them to. So 
I kind of stopped with the styles though that I was, you know, wishing I could do. And that's another thing is I was I was looking to do styles that I was just really inspired by, and so I wanted to create, you know, I wanted to create my own creations within those styles. For example, realism. I love realism drawings and paintings, but when it comes to actually creating them, um, maybe I'm not that great or as great as I wish I was. And sure, I can work on getting that great, but I prefer to work on something I'm already good at and just be a avid lover, supporter of, and viewer of realistic art. But that's not to say that my realism is terrible or that I just can't do it at all. Um, I think it's more so of, I think it's just not up to par with what I'm inspired by. I want to create things that I can be inspired by as well. And when I create certain realism um, pieces, I don't get that connection that I would with any of my other pieces, especially my abstractions or my digital abstractions or digital edits. So that, you know, that turned me off from wanting to do realism artwork. And another thing about realism is, you know, anything that's real technical like that, you have to follow things by the rule. You have to go by a rule book. And you can always break the rules, but you have to, you know, my teachers will always tell me, my art teachers would tell me, you have to know the rules before you can break the rules. Or my computer science teacher would tell me that as well growing up. And I understand exactly what I, what he meant now. You have to you have to know the rules in order to break the rules. And in terms of realism, I just don't have the patience to put myself through that to learn the rules. I don't really care about the rules. I view art as a place without rules, which is why I, I lean more towards abstract abstract and expressionism because I don't need to worry about showing off technical ability. And another thing about realism is, well, this is going on a whole different thing. I'll just do a series speaking about different genres and then I'll talk more about realism there. But to get back to the main point of this episode, um, yeah, yeah, just finding your own artistic style. I mean, when I was doing it, you know, I found out that the styles that I was taking or the styles that I was approaching with weren't me. They weren't naturally me. So I kind of fell out with that and I stopped doing that. And I started, you know, doing things that I actually wanted to do because although I was very inspired by realism artworks, I wasn't inspired by doing it. When I do it, I didn't get that that creative feeling that I was looking for. As as an artist or as a creative, I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you get into that flow state. And I'll do an episode talking about flow, the flow state too. Because this is becoming a more uh, scientifically approached concept. The flow state. But when I was doing these styles, my flow state wasn't coming. And being a natural born artist, being an artist for as long as I can remember, I know what the flow state the flow state was. So since I never got that, I knew okay, this is wrong. This isn't me. 
some of the best ways I think, or at least the single best way for me in finding my personal style going through my journey was just creating from the heart. You know, naturally creating, just putting the thing, putting the things that I want out there, creating the things that I wanted, making it look the way that I want, and not by some standard of a particular style, but just genuinely from the heart, from the brain, from the imagination, from the soul, from the gut, whatever you want to call it. Create it from that source, your source. Don't look for the out to the outside world for a particular style to adhere to. That's what I did, and I did more of that. Over time, I would, you know, look back and see a whole collection of pieces created by me. And after creating, you know, this collection, I would be able to spot out the, the similarities and differences in each work. And in doing so, I would find a lot of the artistic styles that I tend to lean towards. When it comes to, you know, different media, you might have different styles. That's another thing is being an artist. Being an artist, a multimedia artist, you can have a completely different photography style than you do in your painting style. And you might think that Photography and painting aren't even related, so of course the styles will be different, but not necessarily because you might have the same style. Your photography might be based in grayscale, black and white, minimalism photography, and you can create exactly that with paintings. So, or you can do realism paintings just like you do realism photography or surrealism painting and surrealism photography. Like, there's styles. Can, can range and again I'll do an, an episode speaking solely on genre to break down the differences and the nuances of all of these styles but the point is is you can have multiple different styles but you won't find those styles until you start creating until you start putting it out there and you know the only way you can put it out there is by actually listening to your inspiration and your gut and your imagination, listening to your higher self speak to you and say that, hey, I would like for you to create this today. You know, regardless of all the naysayers and all the doubt, are you able to, you know, hone in on that natural style that all of us have as artists? Over on my Instagram page, I've um, created a number of styles. And it's really interesting how I did that. Now, I was able to come up with uh, a number of different styles by um, creating a little routine, creative uh, process for myself. So for me, I do a lot of digital artwork. A lot of that is on Instagram. Um, if you didn't listen closely in the intro, you can find me on Instagram at D-O-R-I-I-I-O-N. And, you know, I have a whole ton of things going on over there. 
you know, ranging from abstract artworks, um, expressionism, minimalism, uh, glitch, you know, photo manipulation, all kinds of things. And, you know, because I have so many different styles that I do in multiple collections and projects within each style, I've uh, resorted towards creating different accounts for each one of these uh, collections. And I've actually done an episode on whether or not it's valuable to separate your content. You can go check that out. But spoiler alert, I personally think it depends on you as the artist and your goals. But, yeah, so on Instagram, uh, you know, I, I did a lot of styles from minimalism to abstract to surrealism and uh, Mandela-esque uh, patterns. And the way that I would get to these styles is by creating a step-by-step process um, in a photo editing software. For example, if I was using Photoshop, I personally use Pixar. That's my favorite. But I also am very familiar with Photoshop and know that many artists out there use it, digital artists out there use it. If you're doing something on Photoshop, right, and you come out with the final product and it looks spectacular but you want to recreate that same exact style but or that same exact aesthetic but for a different picture what I would do and what I have done in the past is I would go back and look at each step that I've done that's gotten me to the final product and I would write each step down step one you know write it out step two oh higher contrast okay step three up the brightness all right step four more saturation and I would do this and I would do this more and more um, you know each time I create a different style or a different product and I was like oh I want to see that with a different picture and as I did this over time and I, and I did more and more and more I would come up with these different collections of pieces that all started from a singular piece that had that original look and I didn't necessarily take the the classic approach in looking for a style and connecting it back to that. In fact, oftentimes, I didn't even know what style I was doing it in. I was just creating based off of the things that I genuinely liked to look at. You know, I, I was creating my... I was creating my pieces based off of my taste, the taste of my eyes. And little did I know... The t- my taste is a thing. <laughs> my taste happened to be expressionism and abstraction and, you know, things of that sort. I also noticed that my style, some of my styles or the thing that makes my style unique, regardless of the genre, is my color palette. You know, the types of colors that I've used and my subject matter. Subject matter also plays a role into your artistic style. A lot of my subject matter 
has a female in it. Has fem- it's my, my art is female oriented. You know, I like to say it's art of women for women. It's not necessarily, that's not necessarily always the case. It's, not, it's, it's art for everyone. It's not always the woman that's in the picture. But from a general and summarizing basis, I would say that, right? So my style could be considered more feminine. Or because I'm a male, it can be seen as um, a feminine look through a masculine lens. Or in an even deeper sense, whether it's female or not, it just my art shows a lot of bodies, human body, and you know particular body parts that Instagram doesn't want you posting, and that in itself is a style. That's you know a sensual style, you know, or an, ero- an erotic style, or what have you. And again, this could be you know diving into genres, but these can styles and genres can can dance with each other they don't necessarily have to be the same thing but they can dance to the same song you can create so if we, for example for me eroticism would be a style but you can have erotic black and white photography or erotic surrealism photography versus erotic abstract expressionism paintings all of these are different genres, but the style itself is eroticism. But again, I want to drive the fact that you don't know, or you, you probably won't best know, what your natural style is until you just start creating. Until you just start creating from the heart. Until you start creating with the things you're inspired by. And entertaining the things you're inspired by. And when wanting to be an active participant in these artworks, rather than just a viewer. You want to find your style, whether it be dancing, cooking, drawing, roller skating, anything. You want to find your style, just fucking do it. Put the work out there, you know, get your hands dirty, you know participate in your craft until you have enough work to look back on create until you have enough things to look back on and then once you do that study yourself study your creations study the things that you've put out study your artwork study your craft your form and then tell yourself what your artistic style is what your natural style is If you still don't know after doing that, go research artistic styles. See what styles exist. And then and then compare it to the things that you've the conclusions you've come to, the data you've gathered about yourself and your work. Related to that, where do you fit into those categories? And then if you still don't have an answer, maybe you've just created a category. Maybe you've just created an entire entirely new style or you're a member of a community of styles that does that does not yet have a name. And if you're one of these people, it's very exciting because if you if you understand the history of humanity and where artistic expression goes, 
you probably understand that that style is going to expand and evolve one day. And if you want to leverage yourself in that style, you can you can create a fuck ton of work in that aesthetic, in that look. So that before it does become more known, before a title is given to it and a name is given to it, the first thing that comes to people's mind is you. And if you're really good at it and you succeed at this, you can create the style. You can create the name of the work. You can create the title. And for some reason, if you are in that state of the process and you just so happen to stumble across this episode of my podcast and you're looking for ways to name the style you've just, you know, (laughs) mastered. I would look at the styles that exist and the elements that make those styles that style. Compare it to your creation, your style, right? And create a new title. For example, expressionism and abstract are two completely different styles. But when people started doing expressive paintings or expressionism paintings in a more abstract way in a way that used less figures or less realism approach it started to lean into a new realm in the art world and that realm became the abstract expressionism realm and you yourself can create a new realm you can be one of these creators and go down in history as someone who created or, or started a, a whole new movement in the art world. But you won't get there until you fucking start. You won't get there until you start entertaining your inspirations. Like I said, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep you know drilling this in. If you wanna find your artistic style, your natural style, and not just you know, do what you think is cool based off of what you already see. You want to do some new shit? Fucking do what you want then. Do what's in your head and put it out there. Even though it's not going to come out perfect, just do it. Create naturally. Create from the heart, from the go- from from the from the gut, from the soul and do it repeatedly until you have something to look back on, until you have something to stand on, so you have something to hold, until you have something to show someone. And then you get to say what your artistic style is. Then you get to say, you know, what your aesthetic is. But until then, the answer is just to create it, just to do, just to put it out. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink looking for a style. Your style is going to come to you. Don't go to it. Let your style come to you. Let it evolve and flourish naturally. This is what I did and this is what I'm continuing to do. Sure, sometimes I might create pieces in a particular style because I want that particular style that's not my natural style. Sure, okay, that's part of the creative process, part of doing things new. But if we're talking about finding your style, you don't find it. You don't find your style. It finds you. You don't go out looking for it. You create something and you keep creating something until you realize it was with you all along. What you're looking for, you already have. What you, what you seek 
you possess. That's the main point I'm trying to drive here. So before you go looking for a new art style, you need to value your own style that you have now. Value the perspective you already have. 